podcast rolling. And have the video on in a minute. Don't know why I'm talking to myself. What's up, everybody? Happy Resurrection Weekend. About an hour and a half from Resurrection Sunday. The holiest of days in the Christian faith. Um, Again, I hope you've been to church. If not, I hope you go to church. Um, This is uh, one of the best times of year to get into and understand uh, what Christianity is all about. Um, It's not about rabbits that poop colored eggs. I don't know where that came from. Um, Somewhere as a kid, you know, they told me that, you know, the the egg was to represent the the new life that Jesus, I don't know, somehow new life being born again, something like that. I still don't know where the bunny rabbit comes in, though. And why is he pooping colored eggs? I guess a chicken just wouldn't be as cool. But why colored eggs? It's just another excuse to sell chocolate. But if you get down to the real reason behind the the holiday, um, also Jewish Judaism, they celebrate Passover uh, this time of the year, uh, which represents. Uh, you have to Google Passover. I can't explain it. And I can't do Easter or Resurrection Sunday justice uh, right here, right now. Um, but welcome along to Americana, the American way. Uh, I am Big John. And you can find me on Getter and twi- uh, Twitter at the real underscore Big John. And I'm yawning. So, um, what's going on in this mad, mad world as we fire one up? I don't know if this is, like, the peak of the world losing its, its mind, losing its shit, or if... I'm just taking in too much. Um, but it just seems like every day is crazier and crazier. Crazy, 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 crazed. So, like, today I read in the news. <clears throat> I almost pulled this article up to read during this podcast and video, but somebody killed a pair. Uh, grandparents and a grandchild for uh, some unexplicable reason. I'm sure the article tells me the reasoning, but what reasoning could there be to kill other people? Uh, And like, I'm looking at this article, I'm not going to read it, but, you know, shooting inside mall leaves 10 wounded. Uh, Out in California, they few weeks ago they had one of the biggest mass shootings that they've ever had um of course the terrorist attack on the new york subway by a a black supremacist a 
black racist, uh, Frank James. Um, I mean, what what is the world coming to? Now, here's something I'm going to get into. This, these dagnab suburban kids, you know, inner city Detroit, they're peeling caps and splitting wigs every other minute. But in the suburbs of Detroit, because Detroit's not enough of a cesspool, a kindergartner shares Jose... Cuervo margaritas at a suburban Detroit school. <laughs> Kindergartner brought pre-mixed Jose Cuervo margaritas to a Detroit area school and shared them with four classmates. Parents at Grand River Academy in Michigan were outraged when they found out, first off, no kid should be drinking. <laughs> and just the shock itself burns. Alex Smith, whose daughter drank some of the tequila. <laughs> it's so heartbreaking. <laughs> it's got, like, no, no crap, Sherlock. <laughs> first, yeah, you're... Kids in kindergarten should not be drinking tequila. Great observation, Dad. <laughs> and it shows... Uh, these are just store pictures, but it shows a picture of bottles of Cuervo. Uh, the mixed drinks were about 10% alcohol. Ah, it was weak. That's so weak. 10% alcohol. Pfft. Well, no wonder children were drinking. That ain't strong enough for no adult. All right, so the uh, drinks were 10% alcohol. The children only had a few sips of what they were told was juice before they realized something was wrong. I had a small conversation with my daughter, Smith said, and she told me the girl who brought the margaritas knew it was liquor. <laughs> this is crazy. I think that kid whose parents brought the the booze is uh, I think they're in for some prison time. <laughs> Duh, I mean, one of the suspecting tots reported the funny taste to their teacher. Uh, the school issued an apology letter. Why does the school need to apologize? I mean, it's nice that they did. But, I mean, what do they do? Check every kid's lunchbox now? Or should they have been checking every kid's lunchbox and taking a sip of their juice? Uh, I'm sure this is going to lead to some crazy laws and policies instead of just saying, okay, a stupid, stupid parents raised a kid that made a mistake and... Let's move on with their lives and punish the parents that didn't raise their kid right. But everyone will end up getting punished in the end. That's how society and liberalism works. Uh, while we try keep try keeping an eye on students to bring things to school, it's simply impossible. Yeah, no shit, school. It's unfortunate these types of adult beverages can easily be mistaken for 
child-friendly drinks. Uh, Smith and fellow mom Dominique Zanders, whose kid reportedly reported feeling woozy after drinking a mar margarita in class, said the child's parents were in the wrong. Yeah, no kidding. If your child knows what it is, nothing, nothing wrong with it. But they should know not to touch it and that it's not for kids. Yeah, bad parenting. This is what is wrong with America today, peeps. Uh, just parents just don't parent. Sorry to say it. So, um, one of the real reasons I got on here, I've been watching and waiting and trying to see how I want to talk about or if I want to talk about uh, the COVID-19 or whatever it is, uh, outbreak in China and particularly Yaming is describing to you and I the scene in Shanghai, China. <coughs> the way Right as I get ready to sneeze. Believe me, you. Believe you, me. Believe me. Believe me. If not for our right to arm bears, I know I'm taking a different turn here. If not for freedom fighting, freedom loving Americans like myself and others who get poked fun at for being conservative, Christian, right-wing, uh, clinging to our guns and our Bibles, as Barry Satoru once uh, cleanly said, right? Uh, Joe Biden said Barry Satoru was the first uh, clean African-American person in history or something. So as Barry Satoru cleanly said... Those of us that cling to our guns and our Bibles, well, I'll keep clinging because it's the only thing keeping me free. Over in China in general, but particularly harsh in 
Shanghai. Shanghai is one of the world's largest cities. 26 million people. It's a lot of people. In case you didn't know, 26 million is a big number. And uh, hell, I'd, I'd like light my ass on fire to have 26 million bucks. Or 26 bucks, to be honest with you. Okay, I wouldn't light my ass on fire for $26. But I mean, I'd really like to have an extra $26. Um, 26 million, I'd definitely light my ass on fire, just for the record. But anyhow... Uh, assuming there's a bucket of ice water nearby. Big bucket, because I got a big ass. Um, anyhow, Shanghai, China. They have people taped into their apartments. What does that mean? It's a piece of tape. Who cares? You tape an American into their house and say, now don't you let us come back and see this tape's been broken. We, we, we won't care. Most of us are going to break the tape. It's a piece of tape. We got guns. Shanghai, they don't have, they don't have a way to defend themselves against the government. So the, they put a, a sticker, tape, paper over your, your door or across just, you know, about yay wide. You know, not much. Not, you're not taped completely around, but... If they come back and that piece of paper's been broken or ripped, the taped piece of paper or piece of tape or whatever, if it's been ripped, broken, you go to jail. Why are they doing this? The COVID-19, probably the Omicron variant, which is weak and boosts your immune system, is running rampant uh, over there. And it's... It's basically affect, infected everyone in the world and will infect everyone because it's very easily transmittable, but uh, and it's yeah it's very uh, catchable. It's easy to get uh, infected with, but sometimes you don't even show symptoms. Like, to me, if you don't show symptoms, you're not sick. But this is new medicine by Dr. Fauci. Anyhow, so human rights violations occurring right, left, center, out the wazoo in Shanghai, China. Okay? Their people are running out of food. This came, like, out of the blue, clear sky for these people. They, even if they did stock up on food, they live in very small apartments. You don't understand, there's 26 million people all crammed into this one hub of global economic activity. Shanghai is one of the busiest uh, markets, one of the busiest cities in the world, maybe the busiest for like international commerce. And so you got all these people packed in and they build up. They don't live in houses sprawled out like we do in America, or I do anyways, rural America. Uh, it's even more, have more skyscrapers than like New York City, I think. In fact, I'm po almost positive. Uh, but they build everything up. So everyone's living in a small apartment. Thank goodness they're small people. All right, stupid joke. Uh, but everyone lives in these small apartments, you know, mom, dad, two or three kids. Uh, and that's their lifestyle. They don't have, that's nothing wrong with that. 
but there's not a lot of room to stock up. Like in America, we have like the refrig. Some of us have a refrigerator that we use every day, and then in our basement or some other part of the house, we have a hum humongous like six or eight foot long or tall thing called a deep freeze, which is just a freezer. And we stock that up with frozen meats and frozen vegetables uh, and bread and whatever, you know. And it, most people pack it full of frozen foods uh, because it's more economical to buy a lot of food in bulk in America. China or J Shanghai, they don't have that luxury. They're in a small apartment. They can only stock so much food. But now, if they are, for some reason, uh, allowed by the Communist Party out of their apartments and to venture out into the wild, COVID-infested world to encounter a virus that they're not going to die from and maybe not even get sick from, the markets are closed. Because those employees are taped into their apartments. So how do these people live? You're, you're hearing here in this recording the death screams. Leave. They will come and beat you and throw you into jail. And if you test positive for this COVID strain, they will come and don't you know, turn yourself into the COVID hospital police or whatever you're supposed to do. They will come and yank you from your home and they're separating parents from children to, to isolate the parents that are infected with the COVID or vice versa, isolate the child from the rest of society that's infected with the COVID. This is a human rights violation at, at its worst, people. They have drones and robot dogs, drone dogs, walking around with four legs with speakers taped to them, drones flying around at night with speakers taped to the drones. And they're telling people, the people that you heard screaming, are they have spotlights being shined on their apartments from the police on the ground. Like, we can see you up there, we're shining a spotlight on you, like that's going to shut somebody up who's starving to death. But that's what they're doing. They're trying to police people into their apartments, into silence. And the little information that gets out is coming from uh, independent sources, people that are lucky enough to be able to hack into a, a, an internet source some way and report out to the rest of the world were being locked up. Uh, it, the Communist Party is not telling the world why. Why such a harsh lockdown? What, what, what happens to the children 
whose parents are taken away. What happens to the children? They're taken away from their parents. Now you would assume that parent and child are reunited after they're cured of their COVID, but we don't know that. And as far as the Chinese Communist Party is concerned, it's none of my business to know that. But I want to know that people around the world are safe. And this isn't the only place on earth where atrocities are taking place. Don't get me wrong. But this is batshit crazy. And believe me, Dr. Fauci and Joe Biden and these Democrats and liberals, this is what they want for America. This is why they had their, you know... Americans turning against Americans and reporting one another for masking or not masking or following COVID policy and all of this. And even some Republicans got into it also. But trust me, if our government could lock us down and keep us down at any moment, they would. Uh... And also, what there, there's something weird going on with dogs and cats. They're rounding up dogs and cats and throwing them into bags alive. And they probably, I would imagine, suffocate to death in the bags. But they're like stray dogs and cats are being rounded up. I don't know if they're thinking that these animals are spreading the COVID. I know I saw a picture of them swabbing the inside of a fish's mouth, but that could have just been a joke or propaganda or something. But there are clear videos of Chai Con, Chinese Communist authorities, netting and throwing stray dogs and cats into bags. And the bags are moving on the ground with four or five dogs and cats in them. I don't know if they're going to cut them up into food for the people. Or they think that the dogs are uh, spreading the disease like rats. Well, actually the fleas on rats spread the bubonic plague. But this COVID never has been, never will be the bubonic plague. The black plague. Uh, the wiped out a good portion of Europe hundreds of years ago. But where is the United Nations? Where is UNICEF? Where are our own American politicians? Where Where is the world? Where in the world is the world? When these people are being abused, uh, locked in their apartments, children being taken from parents, they're all bending the knee, bowing down, because China's the world, they're the hegemon, guys. But the United States was never a lot, when we were the he, the world hegemon, aka the leader of the free world, can't really say China's the leader of the free world, because their, their government is communist and does this stuff to people. But when America was the world leader, we would have never gotten away with this. We would have been punished and... You know, scolded by the United Nations. Uh, where, where is the world? Where in the world is the world? Uh, un unbelievable, just unbelievable. Uh, what is going on in, in this mad world? If we're not 
shooting each other to death. Governments are locking us in our houses where we either lose our mind or we starve to death. Horrific. I'm, I'm telling you, it's a absolutely horrific. Uh, insane what's going on in this world today. Uh, I can't believe it. Absolutely unbelievable. So, you know what we need to do? You know what we need to do, folks? We need to party like it's 1999. That's what we need to do. Party over oops out of time. If the guy... y'all resurrection sunday is almost upon us one hour six minutes away it's like i'm counting down the freaking new year's eve or something we're an hour and six minutes now till christ drops to the cross the cross falls and jesus is reborn i know that was yesterday good friday uh what are we we're an hour and five minutes from Christ rising from the tomb. Praise God. Praise God. The only only religion, folk, you'll ever find where the star of the show, the the savior, the 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 lead character, whatever, however you want to put it. I'm trying to talk in layman's terms, so I cover insult every religion but my own. Uh, the only one where the Savior dies and is and comes back to life and then ascends into heaven in a whirlwind. Doesn't happen anywhere else. And by the way, when I say my religion, I include Judaism, the Jews in this, because believe it or not, that that white surfer guy that was hanging up on the what picture? That's not what Jesus looked like. 
Jesus was an olive-skinned Jew from the Middle East. And uh, pardon my sarcasm. Forgive me, Lord. Um, but Jesus was not a white man, is what my point is. And I'm arguing with a bunch of ketchup packets right now. It keeps sliding from where I want them to sit. Um, Lord, uh, the Lord was from the Middle East, and he was dark-skinned. And that doesn't matter to me because he died for my sins. And he's real. God is real. Jesus is real. Okay, folks? You know, I'll tell you something. I, I often say on here, find yourself a good Bible-based church. If you hit me up on Twitter or Getter, I don't care if it's a um, instant message, instant message, direct message, whatever it's called, inbox, or just a public tweet or a public get, whatever. Uh, if you find a church and you've never been to church before, and you want to know if this church is the real deal, I will vet that church for you. I'm not saying I'm an expert on anything, but I. I know, you know, some of these mega churches, they tell you what you want to hear instead of telling you the truth. Um, and the truth is, you know, some of us become Christians and get saved because we want a closer relationship with God, which is the category I feel I fall into. I want to be closer to God and Jesus. Others become saved and become Christians and so on because they they don't want to go to hell when they die I, I don't care which of those categories you fall into give me the name and everything of the church that you want to attend or you've thought about attending and I'll tell you if their doctrine is sound I will vet that church for you because I on top of getting my political opinions and my opinions of wrestling and Raiders football out there. I want to see people get saved and go to church. And I want to see you in heaven. I might never meet you other than you listening to this stupid podcast or this video. But when we get to heaven, I want you to, I want to see you. I want you to see me and be like, dude, I'm here because of your stupid podcast and videos. And by the way, your opinions about Raiders football. And wrestling and politics were always right, big. <laughs> no, man. If, when we get to heaven, we ain't going to care about wrestling, politics, or even the, the blessed, bloody raiders. We're going to be so happy. Amen, amen. So, yeah, man, hit me up. If you've never been to church, you've never talked to God, I'll, I'll help you through it. You know, I'll get, I'll get you there. Well, Jesus will get us all there, but I mean, I'll help you through the the process. So, where's old Vladimir Putin and the uh, Rus Ruskies and everyone else doing over there in good old Ukraine? I haven't talked about this in a while, a couple days anyway. I don't know. Uh, well, good old Ilhan Omar, Ilhan Omar said it would be staggeringly hypocritical 
for U.S. to support war, a war crimes investigation into Putin without joining the International Criminal Court. Well, that's very, very interesting. I think we have a perfectly fine legal judicial system in the United States, and we don't need another court. So Biden has called Putin a war criminal. These are the bullet points of the article. Uh, and called for a war crimes investigation into Russia. Rep. Ilhan Omar told the insider the U.S. should support an investigation by the International Criminal Court by becoming a member. I wonder what membership into the International Criminal Court does, though. I'm sure she has shady intentions. Omar and other lawmakers introduced a resolution Thursday calling for the U.S. to join the ICC. To me, there is a there is staggering evidence that Putin and Russian forces have committed war crimes in Ukraine. I believe we should fully support an investigation into those crimes, and the best way to do that is to support the body that will carry out that investigation, the International Criminal Court, Omar said in a statement to Insider. It would be staggering hypocritical to support an ICC investigation into Russia while opposing the court's very existence as a non-member, she continued. I do not want to be dragged into an international criminal court when there are plenty of good courts in the United States. What would this do? Uh, what would the implications of this be? I'm sure they're not good because Omar wants, wants there to be a lot more courts, I, I do declare, I believe. Um, you know, she would support uh, an Islam based court based on Muslim Sharia law from the Quran. I'll make a note here to myself to see what uh, membership of the International Criminal Court do. I know it's run by the UN and it's in the Hague. Ooh, Hague, scary. Scary place does Midwestern Ohioans. Americans, pardon me. Sure, there's a good reason why we've stayed out of the ICC this long when, you know, the United States kind of helped found the United Nations, which <coughs> the United we helped found the United Nations, which the ICC is a part of the United Nations. So if we're staying out of it, sure there's good reason. Alright, so what's old Vlad up to in Ukraine? Let's see here. Where are you, old Vlad? He, uh, for the first time, has met with 
a member of the European Union. Uh, let's see here. Business Insider reporting the first European Union leader to meet with Putin since the invasion of Ukraine says the Russian president believes he's winning the war. Well, I, I believe that too. So, dang, am I as crazy as Vladimir Putin? Uh, so let's see here. Austrian Chancellor Karl Namar, N-E-H-A-M-M-E-R, was the first EU leader to meet with Putin since the invasion. Namar told NBC's Meet the Depressed, the conversation was frank and tough. He also said Putin, in his own war logic, or Putin is in his own war logic, in his own war logic, in quotes, and thinks Russia is winning the war. Well, Ukraine is certainly winning the propaganda war in getting information out, and, you know, they sank a Russian battleship. Ooh, sink, you sank my battleship. People are posting pictures of that board game we played as kids with a picture of a little Russian battleship and the little bombs that you stick in your battleship to represent real bombs or colored the Ukrainian flag colors. This ain't a game, people. And it's going to take thinking of more than one battleship to convince me that Russia's winning this. Or that Ukraine is winning. I'm sorry. Um, how can the Russian troops be committing genocide, war crimes, and whatever else they're accused of if they're losing the war? And there are people that think Russia's losing. No, Ukraine is losing. Uh, it's not funny, but it's funny that there's a report out and there's a the leader of Austria says that Vladimir Putin thinks he's winning the war. He's Vladimir Putin thinks right. <laughs> They're winning. Um I know every time you know Ukraine blows up uh, a division a bunch of Russian tanks uh or a, a plane or a boat it's like cheered on as victory, victory Ukraine. Yeah, those are small victories. But if Russia is taking land, like occupying land that belongs to you, and b destroying buildings and killing people, they're winning. Uh, and this war needs to end, and it needs to come to a peaceful end. Period, point blank. Uh Ukraine needs to wave the white flag and, you know, Russia, you know, should compromise, I would hope, but Ukraine needs to compromise the most. Give Russia the Donbass region and the, whatever regions, you know, speak Russia and want to identify as Russian. I mean, that's the way I see it. Um... Namart on Monday became the first European Union leader to meet with Putin since Russia invaded Ukraine February 24th. In an interview with Meet the Depressed on Saturday, Namar said the conversation with Putin was not, quote, friendly, but, 
quote, frank and tough, end quote. I think... Excuse me, something popped up that I didn't want to pop up. I think he's now in his own war logic. He thinks the war is necessary for security guarantees for the Russian Federation. He doesn't trust the international community. He blames Ukrainians for genocide in the Donbass region, uh, according to uh, this Namar from Austria. That was what Vladimir Putin was thinking. He is now in his own war logic. He thinks the war is necessary for security guarantees for the Russian Federation. He doesn't trust the international community. He blames Ukrainians for genocide in the Donbass region. Now, it's important to remember that this Donbass region has been a point of contention between Russia and Ukraine since 2014. And Ukraine has uh, opted to allow neo-Nazis to fight their battle for them against the Russians in Donbass. And they have, and Ukraine has bombed, rocketed, shelled, thrown explosive projectiles into Donbass. Uh, killing Don Donbassians, people living in Donbass, uh, and Russia sent troops over there to help the Donbass people. So there's there's two sides to this coin, you know. But we got to hope for peace uh, between Russia and Ukraine. This does not need to escalate and expand. It just needs to stop. Nothing else I can say about it. Um, Russia is winning the war uh, as far as a ground war, a blood, the bloodshed. There's more bloodshed by Ukrainians. There are more, obviously, more buildings being destroyed in Ukraine because it's being fought in Ukraine. Uh, Every now and then, yes, yeah, some Russian troops surrender to the Ukrainians. Uh, every now and then, Ukraine blows up a Russian tank or 10. And woo, in what's being called the biggest sea battle, which I didn't even know Ukraine had a navy. But I saw one report, the biggest sea battle since World War II. Uh, Ukraine sank all of one Russian warship. Supposedly. So, uh, Rus the Ruskies are winning. Um, and hopefully there's a peaceful solution somewhere in sight. That's all I have to say about that. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Um, fight for your rights. Fight for your freedom. Go to church. Get saved. And uh, God bless y'all. See you next time on Americana, the American way.